The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. Stacey Pressman, our theme song. Thank you, Sam Rhodes, Comedy Experience, or Sam Dumthor. I don't know what he's going by, but my friend from England. Oh, England, my lion heart. That's a Kate Bush song, one of my favorites. Shout out to Kate Bush if you're listening, which she probably isn't, but you never know. Um, anyway, it's the holiday season. We've been talking about that. The depression is setting in. I don't understand why, but it just seems to be rampant amongst a lot of people, actually. And uh, I don't know. Mine's a combination of PMS, perimenopause, and just my mood swings. So I've always had mood swing issues uh, for years. And I've had a dysthymia, which is like a low-grade depression for many years. And I've lived with it, and I'm okay with it. Um so I just kind of sleep it off, basically, and I, I don't really, you know, I'll get into a mood, and then I'll snap out of it, then I'll go to the gym, then I'll get back into a mood, and then feel bad, and then ugh, just it's a, then I'll be on, uh, uh, like, on uh, non-functional uh, for a few days, and then overly functional, and then uh, then I balance out. But I've been living with it for... I would say since I'm in high school, so that's many years. And uh, it's a little bit of seasonal disorder. I don't really, I sleep very late because if I don't have to get up in the morning and I do a show and then I wake, I go to sleep at five in the morning because I can't unwind or then I have to get up. If I have to get up and do something, I feel sort of better. But um, it's kind of like a cycle. It's been going on when I monitor it, looking back, it's been going on for quite a while. And uh, sometimes it's triggered by other things. But basically, I think that uh, a lot of people go through this seasonal depressive disorder or seasonal affective disorder. And it's lack of sunlight, lack of uh, the, the, it's raining and it's hard to walk outside because it's freezing rain or there's no, you know, the sun goes down by like five o'clock. So if you're working in an office and then you pop out of the office and it's black outside it feels like it's midnight, so it's very. It's your brain is all messed up. I guess people. I don't know if people, any LA listeners or Florida listeners, tell me if you guys go through that because I don't know if you you can. Your weather is better, even though the sun might go down earlier. I think that you have more vitamin D. But it's a problem. I mean, uh, mental health is a problem in this country. This is a time of year people relapse on on alcohol and drugs. It's a time when they commit suicide. It's a time when they try to reach out for help. I know um, in 12-step programs, they have 24-hour-a-day meetings during the holiday season because it's triggering people's families, and you're supposed to be happy, and then you're not happy, and then you have to buy gifts, but you don't have money. Then you feel bad. And I've you know, I've reached out to a lot of people and vice versa um, on my social media and friends, and a lot of people are going through the same thing. It's like 
you're supposed when you when you someone's telling you be happy and there's lights shining in your face and all this stuff you know i think like we forget the meaning of the holidays and uh maybe we should go back to that a little bit as a society i mean i'm a jew um and i understand christmas is the birth of the christ um and uh and people for, you know religiously forget about that and i think that should go back a little bit uh more than an american holiday it should be a, a religious holiday uh hanukkah the same thing i mean and you could celebrate with your family and do what you want but i think that the pressures on for everybody is quite high for almost every religion including jews they felt like they they're missing out on christmas but they want to do hanukkah and they make big you know it's the same thing in terms of like you know not really honoring the holiday and honoring more of the consumerism of the holiday and the other crap that goes with it you know uh and then new year's comes and you want to kiss somebody on new year's and if you don't have someone to kiss or be with it feels weird so either you isolate or go out with your friends if you're lucky i like to work on, on on new year's sometimes i do and then i end up regretting it because the people are drunk and the hall and they're not so great of an audience I used to do shows every, you know, either comedy or I was doing theater. And it was always half, like, I was happy doing it, half I wasn't happy. But then, the, then you know, after the show, you still got to do something. So it creates a lot of, like, anxiety and tension for that. Um, sometimes I'll just go to a friend's house and I'll have a party and that's fun. I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. But it's been quite an interesting few days uh, for me. Because I've done nothing. No, I've done. A, I've done. I've had a few shows, and uh, Angela's waiting for me to call her. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, well, anyway, if you are feeling bad, reach out to me. You can always DM me and talk, um, or you know, seek help. I, I mean, the therapist. It's it's just shitty. Just deal with. It. If you're feeling shitty, just say you know what I'm feeling. Fucking shitty, and be with it. If not, if you don't feel shitty, then don't feel shitty. But if you do. Just deal with the feelings and be in the feeling. It go, they go away. Feelings do pass. And feelings aren't always reality. A lot of people think that that's the reality. No, sometimes your feelings fucking trick you into thinking things are bad when they're not. Or you get paranoid. No one likes you. Or you feel empty. Like, just be in that feeling and then that's going to pass. And then take action to sort of make your life better if you can. Like, get the strength up. You know, drink a cup of coffee. And get strength up to make your life better if you need to. Because that's, if you need to get sober, go to a 12-step program, see a therapist, go check yourself into rehab. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of help out there for people if they just take it. Mental health in this country is a fucking problem. We know it. We talk about it. You know, we've always been treating our physical diseases, you know, the heart, the the cancers, the brain issue, whatever, the physical aspects of the brain issues and the physical, the knee hurts, the break, broken bones. We don't treat our mental health. And without good mental health, we're going to be shitty people. So I guess I, that's a rant that people have ranted about before. But I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Because um, I'm suffering, you know, I'm suffering. But I'm not going to be, a, I'm not victimizing myself. I'm just suffering. And and I've suffered a lot. So it's not just, I've done this a lot. It's not the first time I've suffered from being depressed or angry or having emotions that are not coming out or feelings that aren't, you know, feeling good. I felt shitty a lot. 
And you know what? It fucking passes. And then I feel good for a little while. Then I feel shitty or I'll do something that I feel proud of or I do something I don't feel proud of. And I just go, you know, like it's like a roller coaster. You got to be like a tree and like just go, you know, with branches that was deeply rooted in a in a deeply rooted in a strong base. And then you just go with the fucking flow because otherwise you're going to be fucked. You know, my profession, I'll be fucked. I don't know when I'm going to get work. I, I know a little bit, but I don't know. It, uh, being an actress and a, a comic, I, there's some, there's nothing for sure. Uh, it's not stable. I've had, you know, it, it, it's, I pick things that aren't stable sometimes. I pick things that I don't want to do. I, I, I pick things I want to do and I, I, I've made sacrifices. I've had a lot of pleasure and I have a lot of pain about it. But I've made I've made those choices. So also own your choices. If you've made choices and you're proud of them, and they're not always successful, own the fact that you're taking a risk with your life and being happy with it. If you're doing things that you don't want to do, and you and and they're against who you are, and there's no outcome that's going to be beneficial for you, then don't do it. If you're taking a job that you may not like for a temporary period, do it, cry about it, and then get over it and be done with it, and then find a different job. You know, you know, when we're not in a society that we're trapped. I know sometimes we feel trapped. Some people have child support payments. Some people have, you know, big loans and whatever they're paying off, whatever. uh, And they have to, they have to work at jobs they really hate. You know, maybe it's temporary, but maybe you should look into like changing things if you can. Slowly make small changes every day. Do something good for yourself. Uh, Start an exercise program. Gyms now, I I know there's all these like very inexpensive gyms. They're like $19 a month. When I was growing up, you couldn't get a gym less than $60, $70 a month, really. And now there's 100 Planet Fitnesses and Retro Fitnesses and, you know, the gym, even New York Sports Club. I don't know in a different, and I know different cities have much more inexpensive gyms. But join a gym, do yoga, do exercise at home. I mean, there's so many things you could do to make your life better. Eat better, take, you know, don't eat french fries every day. Eat less meat, have more vegetables. I don't know. Drink a green drink. Just do something good for yourself. That's all. Go to the dentist. Get your teeth cleaned. I know some of you motherfuckers probably need your teeth cleaned. All right. That was a 10-minute rant. Angela's waiting. All right, so guys, happy fucking holidays. No. Happy fucking holidays, motherfuckers. And don't worry about buying your bratty kids more presents. They probably have plenty. Spend time with them. They need that. Spend time with your fucking children. Give them quality memories. Not the they're, they're going to figure out the doll you bought them or the fucking iPad. You don't you don't need your kids looking at the screen. They don't need any more screen time. These kids don't need any more fucking screen time staring at the screen. They're all going to become retarded. Excuse my language. They're going to just be like empty vessels of of like staring animals looking at a screen. I mean, they have they'll be emotionless, lacking empathy beings of crap. So get your kids out of the fucking computers, out of the screens, out of the cell phones. Make them live life. Make, throw them outside to play. Build a fucking snowman. Go down the sled. Do something. Take them ice skating. All right. That's enough. I don't have a kid, so I don't know what to do about that. But I'm just giving you advice. All right. We're calling Angela now. Thank you guys for listening to me. It's ringing. I like that ring. That's a, We do through Facebook Live. Let me Facebook calls. Hello? I just uh, opened the show. I did 10 minutes, so you only have to talk to me for 
40 minutes now. 40, yeah, 40 minutes or 50. Yeah, 45 minutes or whatever you want to talk. You don't got to oh, talk to God. me that long. Oh, thank God. How are you doing? Thank you. Is, is this my Christmas gift? That's your Christmas gift, eh? How am I doing? I, I didn't even see you when you were in thank town. Thank you. I really The weather was so fucking bad. And I was just, you know, it's the, the worst. I, snow bothers me. The worst is the freezing rain. Um, uh-huh. The worst is the freezing rain. That sucks. Yeah. I have cramps, but I yeah, know, I'm not a big fan of it. But I'm drinking my um, vegan egg cream, which is really delicious. Can I tell you about my vegan egg cream? What the fuck is that? All right, for those, who, I think I I was going back and forth to Eric Nagel E Rock the other day on. So egg creams is is a drink. It's been around. It's very New York. Basically, it's a little bit of milk. I use almond milk. It's delicious. Um, almond milk is actually really good. Cashew milk. It's really good. Um, syrup, which would be chocolate or vanilla. I've been using stevia drops, which is in chocolate, which are delicious, which has no chemicals. It's stev- stevia or stevia, which is really healthy. You're moving. You can't be moving, Angela. You can't. It's too much noise. Okay. You got to stop at the moving. You got to just, yeah. And then it's, and then you put uh, sparkling seltzer water, you know, on top. And it's like, it's like delicious. So basically it's like, maybe it's 25 calories, maybe, but it's, and there's no sugar. Except, you know, there's no, sh- it's just healthy. And you get a little protein from the milk and you put real milk. Sometimes I put real milk in it. Uh, like when you fat. say it's delicious, though, this is it's what like I soda. can't it's like soda. It's, it's like an ice cream soda, almost. But is it really delicious? I think or it's, is it yeah. just delicious by the standards of a person who never eats real, gross, fattening, delicious food? No, it's really delicious. It's been around since, like, the 50s. It's, egg creams are delicious. Because I can't stand it when people are like, oh, you've got to try this. It's fucking so delicious. And then you taste it, and it tastes like asshole. And it's like, no, it's not delicious. You just haven't been drinking or eating fatty, It's not a fattening issue. It's like, um, it, I mean, you can make it with whole milk and make it more fattening, but it's not going to make a difference. It's like, you know. No, I'm just saying. Do you like stevia? Have you tried stevia? Steve, I don't like artificial. It's not artificial. Art, well, stevia is not artificial. It's just a different type of herb. Uh, it's a different type of root. It's not an artificial sweetener. Look at S T E V I A. It's not. It's not like it's nothing artificial about it. It's just. A, it's a. It's not sugar, but it's a sweet. Another sweet plant. It's a stevia plant. It's I don't plant. know if I've ever had it. Well, you should. I know I don't like your personal sweet trainer. Low. I don't like. It's Splenda. not that. There's no aftertaste. Like it's none shit. of that. You. Ne- it's not that. It's just another. It's a naturally sweet plant. And it, well, how about this? Next time I'm around, you make me this fucking egg shits. There's no egg and in then it. I'll there's no be egg. The cr- judge. There's no egg in it. Okay. Well, then why is it called egg cream? Because it's just the name of it from the 1950s or 40s or whatever it is. I don't know the 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 background of it, but. Well, it's very uh, like I said, make it next time I see you and then I'll be the judge of whether or not I find it delicious. All right. It's very good. Just just because, you know, a lot of times I feel like healthy people. Okay, like, for instance, you know, my friend Adrian, she's like, you know, vegetarian, uh, real tall and thin and all this shit. Right. She personally just thinks that. Um, 
baked Lay's potato chips and all those kind of like baked potato chips just taste better than regular potato chips. I and I'm like, no, the, they don't. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the little papery. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like them. So I'm like, maybe there's just something in a thin person's brain that just makes them actually like. No, I think, that, I think they're not like as that. oily. If you don't like a lot of oily stuff, cause sometimes it's hard to digest. Like when things are too heavy, like I can't digest it and it doesn't taste good to me. Like I don't like, right. I, I mean, I don't eat meat, but I don't also like the way it tastes either. It grosses me out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see that like after not having it for so long. It's gross it to would me. Be, uh, it would be weird. I can't even digest um, it. My stomach turns on me. Mm. Well, my stomach turns yeah, on me Yeah, my everything. friend can't have it. Yeah. My my stomach turns on me bad. Yeah, I turn on you too. Well, that's true. That's not nice. So how was um, the play you saw with uh, Amy? So I'm glad you bring it up, right? Because okay, we go. I've been wanting you, to see the waitress, right? Okay, which is it, it was a movie first, and it had like the girl that played Felicity, and you know a guy that I like in there and stuff like that. Well, uh, what's her face? Uh, well, I know her. Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her dumb name. Carrie Russell? Yes, that girl. Okay, so it was a good she movie. She doesn't sing. It wasn't a, it was a movie. She's not on Broadway. She was in the movie. The Waitress was a movie first, okay? So I liked the movie Didn't a Sarah lot. Didn't Bareilles? Oh, I saw that. I did see the movie. I didn't know it was based on that, actually. I saw that movie. Yes. It's based okay. on that movie. Okay. So anyway, um, I liked the movie, so I wanted to see it. And then that Sarah Bareilles bitch, she was like wrote and direct wrote the music or whatever, directed and wrote music. I don't know, some some kind something. of bullshit. She even Just starred something. in it. She even starred in it for a little while, but she wrote all the music. I really wanted to see it. So me and Amy, our friend Amy, was in town. Um, we make plans to go see it. Did she get you? It the was tickets? oh. Yeah, she got, I mean, I paid for my ticket, but she bought it um, first, and I paid her back. Um, So, the movie was okay. I mean, the the play, whatever the fuck you call it, musical, whatever. It was all right. Okay. It was, uh, uh, the two two main characters, though, they were not the best actors in the play. Well, they're not always. At that time. They're not always. Huh? Who is the star? I know, but I would have liked them to be since the whole story is based around them and they weren't the best. The, the person that really like stood out and was like amazing and actually made the play way better than it was, was this guy that had a small part that plays like this dorky guy that like goes after one of the waitresses. He did phenomenal. Um, okay, but but... Besides all that, whatever, we went, we saw the play. We didn't pay a billion dollars for the ticket, so it's fine. It was fine enough, right? Mm-hmm. Why do I go on Instagram today and Joey McIntyre just puts up a picture of himself and basically said, this just in, I'll be starring in The Waitress starting in February. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> your boyfriend, your boyfriend. I know. I'm like, what the hell? What are the chances? Ah, my, my earphones just fell out. Hold on. My earphones fell out. What head. else is now? My earphone fell out. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Hello? I know. I was so mad. I'm like, I can't believe that. 
That's crazy. Um, Did that make you cry? No, I just was like, damn, that sucks. Who's your boyfriend? Uh, I know something that made you cry. What? Uh, Penny Marshall died. That was sad. And then my friend Steve Grillo tweets, she was a bitch. She, she, he tweeted, tweeted this awful thing. That she yeah, was baby. she? I mean, like, no, no, no. So Grillo him. tweeted because he worked on sets for years. Steve did like lighting. He did a PA. I guess she. I think he. I think she did. He worked on driving in the car with Brittany Murphy. Remember her? No. She she directed that with Drew Barrymore, Brittany Murphy. Remember the one who died? Oh, oh. I have a backstory yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I have two weird backstories about her. Anyway, but um, so Grillo tweets about Penny Marshall. That she shook like a five-year-old kid or something. She said she was a total bitch. Like she, you should read his tweet. It's really. I was like, oh my god. Well, I hate to say it, but I've met a lot of five-year-olds. I wouldn't mind shaking. No, but she was like mean to everybody. Supposedly, I don't know. She wasn't. But he was. She. He had like a whole. I get. You know. I'm sure there's other incidences that happened. But he. He's yeah. normally not one to be like that. I know Steve for many years. He doesn't. He's not one to like. You know, be an ass like that. But. Yeah. Well, maybe she was. Did know. you ever have dry eye syndrome? Because my eye feels like it's constantly gritty. It doesn't feel, like. Did you ever get that? You were kind. Oh, uh, my mom actually has something right now where it causes like dry mouth and dry eyeballs and shit. What my, is it? But it's funny I don't you have say a dry that mouth. My eyes like dry and itchy right now. It must be like the weather because my eye like feels like it's stuck. To, my lid always feels like it's sticking in my eyes, and my eyes not tearing correctly. I don't know. I have to go to the eye doctor. I hate. Cold. I think what, that's the big symptom of AIDS, or cancer, or death. I told my mother. Yeah, I just did AIDS, a rant. Cancer and mental retardation. Well, I hate when my eyes are fucked up. It feels weird. Anyway, um, I was dep- I've been very depressed. I was telling the audience. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm, I bet they all would love to hear about that right before the holidays. Everyone's depressed. I've been reading everyone's tweets and shit. It's like, terrible. Well, the holidays are generally people are either wor- really happy or really depressed during the holidays. Well, this is the thing I've noticed. Like, I live in a neighborhood with a lot of Italian people. No one really has their. Friends. That is depressing. I know, right? And there's Jews and Italians <laughs> and there's a few Russian, a lot of Ooh. Russians. No, but usually the whole neighborhood is like lit up. This year, not so much. I, there's like definitely like you know. People's decorations aren't up out on the out like there's like a little bit of that like you know the, my my mother tries she puts her fucking Hanukkah Santa Clauses up but like put on your yarmulke it's time well she loves for Santa Hanukkah. you have to realize my mother loves Santa Claus by the way loves loves yes Santa. I know I remember you I think we went to your yes. mom's house like during Christmas before and there was shit everywhere yeah so she did that so my mother definitely tries and she's very holiday but like. The whole neighborhood and her na- our neighbors, their house is gorgeous. They have the most beautiful, their Italian neighbors, the beautiful stuff outside. But a lot of people, it's like it's it's like there's no lights in the houses. And I'm like, people are fucking, it's symbolic. People are symbolic. Either that or everybody in your neighborhood's just really old and they can't put No, they're not old. They're like young families. Hmm. The old people, the ones that are keep, they're putting shit up. I think. Yeah. Probably. They like stick to tradition. Tradition. So how was it? So you didn't like the play. So you didn't call me. I didn't know what you guys were doing. Well, we didn't really do much. So we went. I got there. Did Gino guys got, meet you guys there or no? Did he come to the show? No. I'm sorry. I didn't. No. Oh, okay. 
he uh I don't know what the I was right, he didn't go see the show, that's his favorite singer. Well his- she wasn't there. Sarah Bareilles. That was another thing that was annoying too, is I'm not like a huge Sarah Bareilles fan. She's okay. And I don't every like song every song that they sang during the, the musical mm-hmm. sounded like it would be a Sarah Bareilles song. Like it started out with the piano and it was like that. Like it just sounded like Sarah Bareilles. Well, that's her music. Duh. I know, but it was annoying because it's like, am I at a fucking musical or am I at a Sarah Bareilles concert where she's playing combined? where she's playing. Yeah, but it wasn't even her singing. It was a woman, a, a woman who was trying to sound like Sarah Bareilles, but she just sounded like Sarah Bareilles with a, um, stuffy nose. And so I felt like I was at a Sarah Bareilles concert where she was singing really poorly. And it was, she was only singing all of her songs. I never heard. <laughs> like it was, it was, you know, I know. Weird. well, you know, Tori Amos has a, a, a musical in England called the ice princess called gay. No, no, I wanted to see it. It was like, no, I don't think it's open anymore, but it was like, like last year or so. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares. That sounds interesting. But, Not uh, really. you know, remember I dated the guy from the Bronx Tale, like, two, last summer? Not this yeah, summer. Yeah, Eddie like, two, Lipschitz. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say his name, but not this summer, 2017 summer. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I saw the show, like, three times. Mm-hmm. But so interesting. So the guy that I dated, he was a swing. And a swing is a guy who um, understudies, and then he's also in the show pretty much every night. Like, he's on the... Like, there's different tracks, so that he'll play, like, in that show specifically, there's, like, you play three different small roles if you're not playing. Mm-hmm. So when he understood he'd play the big role, but when he was, like, normally, he would just have, like, a, he'd be in the chorus and playing, you know, small roles. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a small cast, not a huge cast, but, you know, so the people play, like, the small roles, you know. Mm-hmm. Like one scene, he's like a biker. Then, then two scenes later, he'll be like a patron at the bar. You know, whatever. It's it's they fit. You know, they put they change their costumes. It's good. Anyways, it actually was a very good show. But when I saw him play the lead, who's played by he actually would play the two leads. Either he played the father of Collegio or or C, or he played the Sonny character, which is uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the 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 main character, uh, mm, Sonny, who was played by I forgot, the main actor. Anyway, who's on? You know, uh, well, I mean the the original guy who played it was very famous. My brain just snapped. But anyway, but when I went to see him, you know, this is on our second date. No, the first date, he invited me to come see him play the lead, and he was like mm-hmm. amazing. Like I was like, holy shit, he was really good. Like he was like effortlessly good. Like, you wouldn't, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, a normal, like, you know, it was weird. I was, like, he was, like, kind of hot, and it made me, it turned me on. But we never really did much. Anyway, we went out, like, ten times. He was fine. You know, we just different. Like, he he was, like, a, he wasn't really actory either, like, he, which I liked about him, but he was weird. He was a little, he was a little, uh, I don't know, narcissistic in a weird way, more than comedians are. And I did wasn't that mm. into him sexually. Not that mm-hmm. we ne- we never had sex. Actually, we never had sex. We almost did. Mm-hmm. I went to three and a half base, but I never had sex. Mm, that's interesting. We had oral sex. We had we had oral sex. I think. Ew, ew! With his big old lips. He was good looking. Ugh. What are you talking about? He was in awesome mm-hmm. shape. 
and he had a really good voice. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> what do you mean? That's not nice. Well, he just had very big. He he had like Brett Michael lips or something. I, do you think they were like fake? He gets injected. Yes, I think he had Botox and stuff. He was a little old. Oh, he was, me. Oh, he was God, a, yes. That guy was out of the business, and then like in his like early fifties, like fifty two, he got a call to audition. He got the part, so he like went back on Broadway in like his fifties. It was amazing on Broadway. On Broadway, I was I was impressed. I, I he was he was an interesting story. He I we were different people. Like he had kids, and like he had kids. You know, he had a lot. Of, he had, you know, and I wasn't like he was. He was a little weird, but he wasn't a bad guy. He just didn't work out. Wasn't for me, but he, nice guy. For the, yeah, for the most part. But you know, we have, have terrible taste in men. So. Yeah, you, uh, that is a fact. That's <clears throat> terrible. I, I mean, want to fight you. You um, do too. Let's not talk about you. I do. I do. Uh, you know what my taste is? Um, I, I'm. Uh, I guess I do have bad taste in men, but I have, but, but there's always, there's almost always something, one thing in common that draws me to them and it's their sense of humor. <clears throat> like I like, I like, I like a guy that makes me laugh. Me too. Yeah. Um, I like that's that like too. very, very important. And, um, yeah, apparently funny guys are also mentally insane. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, do you mean funny? Like some guy, I, like I have friends that are funny that aren't even in the business and they're just funny guys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not saying a comedian. Like you that guy wasn't funny. Like the actor guy was not funny. He was, he was not funny. Like I've dated guys who are kind of funny and then they're just, they're not comedians at all. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to be a comedian. I'm just saying I like funny guys. Like Tim was funny. My ex-husband was very funny off stage, even though he's boring. He was funny. He would do really funny things. Like he was very dry, almost too dry. Yeah, I like that too. You would like you would have liked him. You would everyone liked him. He was he was people were very good friends with him. Like people were like liked him. He was. Yeah, I like um sarcastic and like uh yeah, just funny like that. Um, it's hard to meet guys like that. Like a lot of the guys I meet are too serious or they're like uncomfortable or they're, they take themselves mm -hmm. too fucking seriously. Like don't take yourself too mm -hmm. fucking seriously. Like, I yeah. hate guys like that. They drive me. I, I can't date those kind of guys. I want to date yeah. a guy with like a big business that like, 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 like Richard Branson, <laughs> like a Richard God, Branson, like a Branson, like a guy who's like, it's like, Hey, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to have a, I don't, you know, I'm going to do a, I'm going to go on vacation and with my, on the islands and just let my business go. And, you know, uh, it makes $70 billion a year and let's go fly an airplane into space. I want that kind of guy. Like I need mm -hmm. a crazy rich guy. Like not that I'm materialistic. I just need someone who's out of their mind, but like knows how to do business. That's what mm -hmm. I kind of need because I'm out of my mind and I want to do like a lot of charity work. I'd be a very, I would be very happy doing stand up, touring, and doing a lot of charity events. I'd be very good at that. Like, like Beth Stern's life seems like ideal to me. She rescues mm -hmm. cats. Except I would do stand up. She does cats all day long. I Ew! Look, I look at all her cats all day long. I'm very attached to her cats on Instagram, and then she has her husband. And then they go do things, and you know, I the only thing is I would do more. I would do more performing. 
You know, I would do performing yeah. at night and stuff. I would probably produce well, movies. I would probably use all my husband's money to do creative projects. Yeah, sounds like you've got this all figured out. Yeah. That's good. Um, so I don't know if you realize this or not. We kind of touched on this a little bit. but No, um, we didn't touch on anything. Christmas is right around the corner. I just did a 10-minute rant about how I got depressed. And, and um, Oh, and, Christmas and, Eve, guys. Westside Comedy Club. Come see me. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. I wasn't talking. Um, I have to, I have so... to plug. plug, plug, plug. <laughs> I got to plug. All right. Yeah. So it got me to thinking... Yeah. Are there are there things that you do? Now, I know you're Jewish, but your mom's kind of like, uh, you know, into the Christmas thing, too, like we said. So, I mean, and, and I guess you could tell me, like, uh, if, if there's like a Hanukkah thing or something. We do Christmas. We do there... fucking Christmas. Santa Claus came to my house every year. I went to sleep at 7 o'clock, terrified of Santa Claus. I didn't know anything else. I We did Hanukkah, but I would get, like, little gifts, like, basically nothing. Like a dollar. And then Christmas came, uh-huh. I'd get all these gifts like Santa Claus came. So I, I did oh. the same thing as every Christian did, except I, we didn't go to church. Then we went to, you know, Christmas Eve, we go to the Italian's house and have the fishes. And then during the day, we go to my cousin's house and we'd open more presents. And I was a spoiled kid. So I don't, I, I didn't do anything Jewy on Christmas. Yeah, I feel like you probably were a spoiled kid, which is probably part of the problem you have now. But, um, Back to what I was saying. The did you have a tradition like something? Yes. It, it, even if it was small, is there something that you did every year and um, that you kind of looked forward to? Um, go to my cousin's house, which we still do up in New York. Okay. Town. Yeah. That's cool. I, honest to God, do not really have a tradition unless you count that my mom makes dinner. Really? You don't like have like Christmas you don't wake dinner. up in the morning with Santa Claus and stuff? You well, need... I mean, yeah, we, I wake up, we wake up and we would open gifts, but I mean, that's not I feel like I, the, you can't count that as a special tradition because that's what pretty much everybody else in the world does too on Christmas. We never like 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 my um my ex, not my most recent ex, but my other ex, the 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 old man banger. Um <laughs> His family, they'd go over the mom's house and they would open presents for what felt like hours. And then <laughs> after that, they would eat dinner. And then after dinner, they'd they would just dinner. sit there and play games, board games. Well, that's fun. Well, for th- hours and hours and hours. Well, we played um last year. So now what we've been doing, my cousins, we do uh we have this thing. Everyone brings a gift. It's like worth like twenty five bucks, right? And then we do like. It's like a sort of a grab it. I don't know. It's a game we play. It's like a Pollyanna or something. I don't know. Some kind of weird game we play. I don't know how to do it. But we play a game. We pick a gift. Then we get switched. We don't know what it is. Yeah. And we really. White elephant. Yeah. Whatever. We're really enjoying this because it's not costing a lot of money. And we're all having. Then we played charades last year. And that was fun because my mother actually did charades. Like a charade kind of game. That was fun. Uh Uh-huh. And it was cute. My mom was playing. My uncle. They were in their 80s. So that was fun. My cousins are. You know. They're. They're like our age, a little bit older, but and then my cousin's kids. So that was really my friend Robin Becker comes. So we had a really nice time. We've been doing mm-hmm. that every year, and we drink fancy drinks, and we have my cousin caters caters food in, and we have a sleepover, and that's fun. That's cool. Yeah, I really don't you, have you could, like. I mean, much you could come to my family; thing. you'll have a great time. I mean, I'm going to be here with my nieces and stuff, but I'm, and I'll, you know, I'll sit and relax with my mom and knowing me, I'll probably be working. Put um, your fucking computer away for a day. 
But why? You well, I mean, maybe you need a break, Angela. You know, with the. With I the, mean, I probably do, but whatever. What are you proving? Just fucking take a fucking. What do you break. mean? What am I proving? I have work to do. Oh, so I had this. Oh, so this is the other thing I meant to tell you. I know you have work to do, but you could take Christmas off. Like, I know, but it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm going to prove a point and I'm going to work all day. It's like, <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. I'm not doing it to be. Well, you should get an assistant. You know. I should, but guess what? I want all the money for myself. All right. Well, then you have to do all the work yourself, I guess, right? Right. That's right. So uh, my friend was telling my, my, my I have a very good friend named uh, Felicity. She's from Australia. She's a. Huffman? No, Felicity. Hoffman? Felicity. Hoffman? She's from, no, she's from Australia. Her name is Felicity. She called me today and she was like, you should give your card out, like, to your friends that are, she, this is weird, like, to wedding places. I said, well, my co-host is a wedding place person, photographers, florists, that you could do, like, bachelorette parties and stuff. So I should give you hmm. my so I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that. She made the suggestion. She didn't even know that you, that you know, she didn't really know about the podcast. She's going to do, she's an art, she was an actress. She's a famous actress from Australia, actually. She lives here now. Mm-hmm. But uh, she did a bit, lot of big movies in Australia. She's gorgeous. She looks like, uh, I don't know, she looks like kind of a little bit like Charlene Theron. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Charlize. Charlize. She's like a very pretty girl. I'll show you her. And she's really sweet. So she's like, why don't you give your card out, make a card out that's like, like entertainment and then like give it to your friends at work in the wedding field so they can give it to like if you need if you need a comedian for a bachelorette party like you can and you can get commission on it and i we can do a show i can do a show but particularly for women like i i think that's a, i could do really good bachelor I do, i've done a lot of bachelor and bachelorette parties that's like my specialty yeah before i knew you um the one of the halls that I work at, you know how the halls do like all the bridal shows. Yes. You know, where you go and you can see all the different vendors while you're planning your wedding. Yes. Well, he decided to do something a little different and we called it Bride's Last Laugh. And instead of it being just a regular bridal show, like the vendors were still there. So you would come to the hall, the vendors would be there. You walk around, you look at the vendors, talk to them and stuff. And then halfway through, you would just stop and sit down and there was a comedy show. Who was a comedian? So he, uh, for a couple of years, he had Dina Blizzard. You know her? Yes, I know who she is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. She she's was from Miss... like New Jersey. Yeah, I know her whatever. from, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was, she used to come around a lot. Yeah. She was Miss New Jersey. Yeah. But, um, so, and then I got him to get, uh, a friend of mine named Latisse Clappa. I don't know if I know which, her. She she's from around here too. She's funny. Um, she I just thought she would fit in good too with the whole like bride's last laugh theme because a lot of her material had to do with um you know being married and shit like that and it, it was fun. I thought it was. Did a cool she book? Did idea. they book? Did Dina and Latisse book stuff there? Bridal party? No, they just no. He oh. just paid them to be there for the night. Oh, okay. But you, the idea would be to book an actual bridal shower to have. Yeah, a comedian. no, that would be cool too. I was just you, saying, like that was something. So maybe I should did. give you the cards. Well, you made, you know, and then we should do that. I mean, you could try it. Well, she was her it suggestion. Was it was a great idea. I'm like, well, Angela works in the in that industry. She said, I can give you cards in Long Island. I'm like, yeah, why not? I think that's a good idea. I mean, even mm-hmm. if I give a thousand cards out, one person's going to call me for something. 
You know, like today I got a, yeah. I got someone on one of the sites I'm on asked me to do a show, like last minute, like all the way out in Long Island. I guess someone must have canceled. And then I, I mm-hmm. quoted her. She's like, that's too much money. I'm like, well, you just called me last minute. I'm not going to, it was probably going to be a shit gig anyway. I don't know who it was. Yeah. It was through like a gig master type thing. They have a gig master's gig sale. Whatever. I'm like, I don't know who got the gig, but I'm like, I'm not going to do it for like nothing for 60 yeah. people. She's like, that's too much money. I'm like, well, well someone dropped out. Obviously, you got to pay for it. You got to get me there. You know, I wasn't going to, it's like, the, yeah. it's like it didn't give me a lot of time to prepare to get there. So I guess they didn't, I don't know what they did, but they probably picked somebody that gave a lower quote. Probably. That's how people are. Um, uh, okay, so sucks. here was something else that we, yeah, it does. I mean, a lot of these, the, the field I'm into kind of sucks. People are like, well, how much? And then you tell them and then they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, you can go pay somebody 200 or go, yeah, pay somebody $200 and you're going to get $200 quality work. So, I mean, it's up to what you. What kind of, um, um, like, but who does a wedding for $200 unless you take a cell phone camera? Shitty people do, but there's people, trust me, there's tons of photographers that do shit dirt cheap. There's tons of, tons of DJs that do stuff really cheap. Um, that's just really? the way it is. But I wanted to ask you something else. Sure, okay. About Christmas, because this is our special Christmas episode. I know, I complained about Christmas for an hour. Go on. Okay. Okay. So, can you it's remember? It's the most wonderful time of the year. All right. I'm sorry. Can you remember what your best Christmas was? Like, when you think back, can you go, that was the best Christmas I ever had? Um, It's going to sound weird. So, in 1988, mm-hmm. my... Uh, I was in high school. I was a senior. Was it no eighty seven at the time? Because it was December, so it was eighty seven. I graduated eighty eight. So we had our Eng- the, the day after Christmas. Our English exchange students came, and I was so excited about it. So it made the Christmas. It just was exciting, and that was the best New Year's I'd had too. I didn't have very good New Year's and stuff that um, year. I don't know why. Cause we'll was- get to New Year's. We got to finish Christmas first. Oh, what are you doing on New Year's, by the way? You're working. And we'll get there. Okay. So I just want to say that I had two brothers um, that are, you know, I have two brothers that are younger than me. So when I was, when I was trying to think back on like what my best Christmas was, I honest to God do not have one that jumps out at me. Like I don't have a specific thing that jumps out. Um, they're all kind of a blur. We didn't grow up with a bunch of money or anything like that. And as I got a little bit older, because I'm I'm four years older than my one brother, and then I'm six years older than my other brother. So once I got a little bit older, I, you know, obviously realized we financially didn't have a ton of money and stuff like that. My, but my brothers were little, so they didn't get it. And they're always asking for, like, expensive, crazy stuff and everything. So I would always just say oh, you know, all I really want are, like, socks and, you know, and a CD. Like, I would ask for a bunch of really dumb, like, cheap stuff. Right. So that my mom didn't feel pressured to have to spend a bunch of money on me, eat too, so that she would have more money to get stuff for my brothers. That's very self, uh, self-sacrificing of you. 
Yeah, I think I have always been this way. I think something and and I don't think that I'm I'm not going to say that it's a bad trait to have, but I'm going to say that it is a it can turn into a dysfunctional trait. Right. I mean, it's okay once in a while. Because right. Yeah, because you so you get so used to saying that what you want and what you need isn't as important as what someone oh, else wants or needs. Because that happens in and, in, in, in um, relationships, you know, emotionally. Yeah, too. well, and that's the thing is, I grew up that way, and I saw my mom sad, and I saw my mom struggle and stuff like that, and so I would always act like I didn't want this or I didn't need this because I wanted her to not feel pressured or or have more money to spend on my brothers or whatever, and I just think it like was. A snowball thing and now as an adult I like fucking get with guys that are like oh I need this I need that I can't get you anything I can't do anything for you I can't help you ever but I need 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 and I'm always like oh well I'll do 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 you know oh, and I think it's really like a weird thing that's that, fascinating like, I was thinking about it that's, yeah, that's exactly what it, happened like, in your I, last relationship specifically because it was yeah and I'm like material, wow, I really think materialistically that definitely happened too Yes, and then, it happened in the relationship before that. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know what happened in the relationship. I would give him money all the time. Oh, wow. Not as much as the most recent one, but, like, I would give him money all the time and stuff. But more, I would give him money more to, like, try to shut him up and keep him away from me because he was, like, so creepy and awful and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I would just be like, here, take this money and go out on a date. Because you'd be like, oh, I'd like to go out with this girl, but I don't have any money. But I'm that was more but in terms of, like, the relationship. Were you supporting him during the relationship? Well, he lost his job and was unemployed for two years. Oh, okay. So you but, were doing um, he, I mean, he had unemployment and stuff. And his bills weren't real crazy because we lived in an apartment that his dad owned. So... But yeah, still, I, I mean, I was still supporting, like I was buying all the food, I was paying the electric and, you know, all that kind of shit. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. So, um, that's, so, so yeah, that's interesting. I don't, but, but I do remember also as a kid, just really being excited and kind of like waking up my brothers or my brothers waking me up. And, and when you first enter like the room, the living room or wherever you have your gifts and you're little and you see like the pile and you kind of look to see whose piles. <laughs> they bigger, got like a know, Nintendo like and then you got like some shit fucking CD. I mean, I'm not going to say my mom didn't. She tried. She tried to get me things. And even though I would only ask for something stupid, she would get me more than what she I asked for. She knew she had to give you equal to what the brothers got. No, she didn't. I mean, she really didn't because I would. She knows. No. There was there were times where it wasn't equal, but I didn't care because I just wanted them to be happy because they were young and immature and rude. And they'd be like all sad if they didn't get what they wanted and all that kind of shit. One year. My mom busted her ass to get them both these bikes that they wanted. It was like mongoose bikes or something. And they were $400 a piece, which is a lot of money when you're poor. Um, so she busts her ass. She gets these bikes for them. And she kept telling them because the area that we lived in, it wasn't like horrible, horrible, but it wasn't the best area either. But she kept telling them, don't fucking leave your bikes outside because I don't want them to get stolen. You know what I mean? Like I paid too much money for these bikes and they just wouldn't listen, wouldn't listen. And literally like the day after Christmas, they both got stolen. Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? That is horrible. like my poor mom. 
so yeah that was depressing so yeah i don't really remember like i i remember the funness of christmas when you're younger and the excitement of seeing what you got and all that kind of stuff but that's about it uh and the other thing i wanted to ask you i've been thinking about this really thinking about this today because we were listening to christmas music and stuff and i was trying to think about what song i personally think is like the best Christmas song or it's like my most favorite Christmas song. And I wanted to know what yours is. Um I don't know the name of it. Did you really just pick a song that doesn't even have words? Yeah. It does have really? words. I don't know the like words. It, just goes, it has words. Does it have words? I don't even think it has words. Well, I like the way this sounds. It's very intense. Well, it doesn't even have words anybody can understand. That's not nice. Well, my favorite one. I honestly think my favorite one is that um, Last Christmas one. Last Christmas, you give me your heart. The very next day, you gave me a five. You gave me a five? A part. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it would be, like, uh, only natural for me to, uh, my favorite Christmas song, be a depressing breakup song. What is it? The one you just sang. Oh. Dun, 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 Last dun, dun. Christmas, you gave me a, my, you I gave, gave you my heart. heart. And then the you very gave next me a, day, you, you gave, gave it away. The next day, you gave it away. And then you This had year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone, someone special. I'm not giving my heart to no motherfucker. Let me, that's all I'll tell you right now. Oh, let me tell you something. I don't... I, I honest to God, don't even... Um care if I ever date again. I honest to God don't care. Don't date Angela. She doesn't want to, she don't like you. I'm not I mean put it this way. If somehow some crazy way a person like came up, you know, popped up and and, and it happened, I'm not gonna say that I that I'd be like, oh hell no. But Oh hell I'm no not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to even make it happen. So it's like I can't imagine how it's going to happen because I'm not going anywhere or doing anything right. for it to happen. So you know, um, but anyway, we'll see. That's so funny. We shall see what that happens. You don't so, like anybody um, no more? You don't like Mr. Morris, whatever his name is? No, I like Mr. Morris. He just lives far away. And I don't think he, I don't think he loves me. Although he did text me, or I shouldn't say that, but he did contact me the other day to tell me that he saw the littlest midget in um, a store, in Target. I'm sorry, a little person in Target. Because for some reason, ever since I saw those little people at my weddings, now everybody, like, he keeps seeing them too. And he, every time, like, I see a little person or he sees a little person, like, the first person we think to tell is each other because of whatever. Anyway, so this little person had a Christmas sweater on, and she was Mexican. Okay. And she walked with a But cane. aren't most Mexican people little people? No, like, she was little, little. Oh, okay. But that racist, I think. She was very little. 
Was that right? I feel like it was um, racist. I didn't mean to be racist. It was a little bit, but I mean, I feel like in in within racism or stereotypes is maybe more of the proper word. There's a little bit of truth. Right. I mean, I mean, I, especially I know, with stereotypes. Well, the Mexican people are just short. I didn't mean they were little people. Apparently, little the people want to build a wall, like as if they walk over the bridge over the wall. So ugh, I hate that wall. Anyway, it's the stupidest thing ever. Like people don't go on airplanes or in tunnels. Come on, stupid. Um, the government's retarded. Yeah. So you know, so what we talk about New Year? Right what's going on with? So remember when you came in and we had a fun time on New Year's Day? On New Year's Day. Oh, that was fun when you came in on New Year's Day. That was. Fun. I have to photograph a wedding on New Year's Eve again. That's depressing. Well, not really. I would do a show if they. I did. have photographed probably five out of the seven years I've had a wedding on New Year's Eve now, and then the two years I didn't have a wedding, I sat home and did nothing. Well, it gets better to have a wedding and make money, right? Do they do you charge extra for the holidays? Not really. I get paid enough already. Okay. Like, I I mean, I get paid a good amount already. I'm not going to be like, oh, I want even more. I mean, yeah, technically, I guess we should, but I don't know. I'm not. I get paid well, like I said, so it's not like. And and literally, like, what would I be doing if I wasn't working on New Year's Eve? Uh, clearly, if we look at the past seven years, I would be doing nothing. The one year, I didn't even freaking make it to the ball drop. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, I passed out. I, like, you're not even listening to me. I know. Oh, I, I don't, watch the, right I don't watch the ball. <laughs> you don't watch the balls drop? Well, I've watched balls drop, but not the big ball. So, um, I wanted to know what your goals are, are None. for 2019, your personal goals. Do you have any goals? Well, period in life. <laughs> um, uh, what are my goals? To make the podcast great. Er. I was actually going to say we should talk about the goals for the Pressman hour. For I think we need to get, well, um, I, w- I want to get an apartment of some sort at this point, somewhere in mm-hmm. the next few months. Um, I want to do more touring with the show. I want to do the Pressman hour in Chicago. Um, we can do like, sh- you know, a live show and then a comedy show. I want to do that. What else? Mm-hmm. I want to book more weekend headlining gigs because they pay. I want to do more city spots. I want to uh, do more acting. Someone said I should do commercials. Though, I, believe it or not, I've never done commercials. I've done a few. Never my thing. But I might start doing commercials now that I'm more commercial than I was when I was younger. Believe it or not. Um, what else do I want to do? So if anyone wants to rep me for speaking or commercials, the two different things, let me know. I don't know any agents I like. So I need to find a good agent again. I've had agents and I leave them. They, you know, it's a weird business. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. And I want to stay in shape because, you know, as I get into my older years. Yeah. So I have to say 
that. And I hate to be like, oh, my resolution is diet. Like, I know that's dumb. Well, if you drank my um, egg cream, you would lose weight because then you would hate it and then vomit. No, I'm kidding. But. But. Uh, I do. I work out a lot. And so it's silly to not eat properly. Well, the food is most of it. When you, you work can, out this right, much. Like Evan works out every day and he just gains weight. <laughs> he does. He literally gains weight. Like, I, it's shocking to me. He Does goes he just to the gym. eat out? I mean, eat a ton? I don't know what he eats, but whatever he's eating, it's it's like the working out actually is worse for him because he's putting more pressure on his joints and bones. So he's working out, but he's, like, eating so much. And it's like, it's not like he just has one binge or two. It's like he he's consistently eating badly. And the working out took a waste. He's just creating joint pains on his knees. And, his, you know, it's not good. So yeah. he has to, like, you know, cut the food. is. He's better off just walking slowly and you know, and 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 cutting all the shit out of his diet, then working yeah. out. I mean, that's where, you know. And then, yeah, that I, that's what I think. That's my opinion. As someone who's been in the industry of fitness, you know, I think that that's important to really watch what you eat first. Like, really get the food down. And, mm-hmm. and and then, yeah, I mean, you should exercise. I'm not saying you should sit and do nothing, but if you can't, if you're working out so much where you're binge eating, then you need to cut down the working out and then watch out what you're eating because you'll never lose weight otherwise. It won't, yeah. You won't see any results. Yeah. So I also think that um, this year we need to uh, start doing in-person podcasts. We need to have more yes. guests. Um, There's and a lot of people, we have a lot of great guests that want to... Well, a lot of great guests have been contacting me over the last couple of weeks, and it's like hard to, you know, what I'm saying it's hard to do it because uh, we have to really. Uh, well, I have a studio, a possibility of another studio. I'll talk, you know, that I'm talking to somebody about in about an hour. They're going to call me, so. Uh, yeah, so we got to get on that. We oh, I'm get launching a, Crowd TV. Own... Download Crowd. We got to get our. We I need um, I need a video. We need to start doing video because. Crowd TV is going to be. Uh, I'm going to talk to Ed about it too. We, it's going to be a video component channel on Crowd TV. So download Crowd TV. Go on Zingo.com, Angela tonight, and just download it, and then go to uh-huh. Crowd. I'm on, on some of the channels. I'm like on a lot of those channels hosting. I used to do a lot of hosting, like uh, TV shows where I go to restaurants and like eat and talk to the owner, or like go to the boxing. Oh, I want to do that. That was fun. I once ate. Want to hear this story? This is a funny story. I once, we were doing a shoot. We had eight different restaurants we were doing in the neighborhood. And um, they paid you. And I would go there. I went to some of the best restaurants in one day. I mean, they would make all this food for you, but you'd only eat a little bit. But you know where I got fucked over? I went to a shake and burger place called Bear Burger. The shakes Mm -hmm. were so good. I couldn't stop drinking them. The other stuff I just like nibbled on. Everything was really good everywhere, but I would be able to just nibble and fake it. I could mm-hmm. not. They made me a shake to my specifications. I could not stop drinking the shake. It, I could not film another. I mean, I could not eat another bite. I filmed and faked it, but I could not really eat another bite the entire shoot after that shake. I was like, I thought I was going to combust. It, killed it was me. good, though. It was so good. It was addicting. It was so addicting that I thought that I, I was going to, like, pass out. Yeah. Well, you know what else? I'm going to pass out, too. So we're going to have to wrap this up. But there's a couple things I want um, to tell you well, really quickly. Well, guess what? We're on 59 minutes, so we could wrap it up. 
All right. Well, let me just tell you a couple really, really, really important things. Nothing's really that important, but okay. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the most recent X, he pops in and out, in and out, in and out. But, uh, oddly enough, um, the Myrna situation yeah. um, became talk- a situation again. Wait, wait. Um, let's, I, let's, fill the, story short. let's fill the guests in. Okay. So the X... The ex was trying to fix things, so he moved here to New Jersey for about a month, um, but was acting weird. And come to find out, while he was living here in New Jersey with me or whatever, but that was his he was suggest- still dating but he, Myrna. But but why did he move to? He was still dating with? Myrna. No, no. All right. So but the, what I find that doesn't find make funny, any I sense. Care about any of that. Were they having problems? I have no clue. But anyway, the funny part was he now calls. The girl Myrna too. So I found that funny. Like Myrna is actually a thing now. Like he doesn't even call her by her real name. Like when he mentions her to me, he calls her Myrna. <laughs> wait, wait, no. So I just that's think that's funny. funny that's funny too. That we've created a thing. We've created a thing where this girl will forever be known as Myrna. Um, that's all I want to say about him. He's not worth any. Wait, no, money, I just uh, I'm talking. So, wait, but, um, wait, wait, wait. So. What you stop stop jerking off your pussy with the, the computer? Wait, so I, let me ask you a question. So the murder thing. So when he moved down to Jersey for that brief period of time, was it mm-hmm. was it? Did they have? Was it like? Was he? Was it in? Was did something bad happen with Myrna? And he's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to move down with you." Or he was just everything was fine with Myrna. No, uh, as far as I knew, Myrna had been out of the picture for many months already. He said he hadn't talked to Myrna in a long time and he wanted to get his life, you know, he wanted to try to fix things and get his life together and all that good stuff. Why did they break up? Why did he and Myrna break up to begin with the first time? Or they didn't really break up? They, I I don't know if they ever even broke up. Or they broke up and got back together. I honestly don't know. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really know what happened there. But, um... Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, I don't know. All I know is it was funny because he mentioned her today and he was like, uh, he called about something stupid and he called her Myrna. Oh, that's (laughs) so I just thought, I just thought that was funny. But anyway, um, I also want to tell you that Eddie, the slam dunking otter died. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Apparently there's an otter that can, uh, slam dunk like basketballs or or balls. And, uh, he was 20 years old and he died. And I'm not sure how, what, like if that, if, if he, if he lived a nice long otter life is 20, like a, a, an average. I don't know. I'm assuming the time for an otter. That sounds like an old age otter. Yeah, like was he? Did he? Did he live long for an otter? Did he live like standard otter age? Like what? So if anybody wants to find out that information for us, that'd be awesome because I'm too big, too lazy to look it up. Next thing I want to say: F is for family on um on Netflix. I don't is, have Netflix because I I don't have Netflix because it's um it's my uh, Bill Burr's cartoon. Yes. It's like Bill Burr's mm-hmm. cartoon that he does. I actually really, really like it. I love Bill Burr. I love him so much. He's hilarious. And as a child, I didn't even like watching cartoons, but I really love watching um, that show. 
And a friend of ours, Johnny, asked me to take a, well, no, he mentioned his podcast and I started to take a listen to it. And so far I'm liking what I'm hearing. So Johnny, keep it up. I got to finish though. Um, I just been crazy with work, so I haven't finished the episode. Johnny, uh, you, anything else going on that you want to plug? Uh, oh, last, last and most important. Do you remember last year me talking about and showing you photos of Chloe the dog's second birthday party. Yes, I do. Where they had a DJ. Right. It was a big. It was bigger band. than my wedding. Yes. They rented the hall. Yeah, it was bigger than. Chloe had a very big birthday. Yes. Well, guess what? This Justin hot off the presses. <laughs> my DJs were contacted today. Uh-oh. Chloe's turning three, and this Ooh. year's party is going to be even bigger and better right. than last All year. All right. You got to a take me to the party. B, we got to do a live coverage of the party. I'm going to see if we can make this happen. When, what day is it? I don't know. I got to find out the day. I just now so heard Chloe's having, a Chloe's third having another party. Okay. Listeners, Chloe the dog is having a third. I want to go to this party. How do we get invited? I and don't do, know. I'll work on that. And can I bring a date? Do I wear a dress? What do I do? Uh, you could bring a dog because a lot of people brought their own dogs. As well, well, we don't have dog. I don't, you have a dog. We'll bring your dog. I could bring a guy. Oh, he was also a dog. I could bring a guy that I'm dating. Who's a dog. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I could bring my ex. <laughs> That's hysterical. Like, Chloe's having a third party. Chloe's a cunt. Yeah. Crazy, right? Why do they, why do they, why do they do that for Chloe? I'm not. You think Chloe even likes sure. it? That's not really if they had, if they really wanted to make Chloe happy. They'd have a fucking party in the dog park, not a catering right. hall. I don't really understand. Now, does Chloe get laid at? Does she get fucked at a party? Does she get a boyfriend? Mm, I don't know. That'd be funny if they like got her a stripper. Oh my god. Uh, that's all I had to say. So, so we gonna... I don't have anything else to plug. <laughs> Um, let me. Oh, I have to plug my shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday. That's the twenty first and twenty second. I'll be hosting the two shows, the house shows. I think that nine forty five, ten forty five, uh, nine forty five, eleven forty five at Greenwich, and then the eight thirty, ten thirty, eleven thirty at Greenwich on Saturday, uh, Sunday uh, off. Monday, uh, very Jewish Christmas, Jewish Christmas at Westside Comedy Club, Christmas Eve. So come see us. It'll be a great show. Westside Comedy Club Christmas Eve. Then the 19th, I'll be at Lucy's Laugh Lounge headlining. Maybe you'll come up with me at Pleasantville. Uh, that'd be a great show. And uh, I'll be all around town. I'll be doing, a, oh, oh, uh, Women of a Certain Age on January 2nd at the Crane Theater in Manhattan. That's going to be a great show. So I'll be all around town. And I'm going to try to book some more shit. But uh, check us out. i got to start updating my website. And uh, yeah, and we'll oh talk. God, sorry. All right. Yeah. So that's my. That's All right. Well, listen, we got to end on a nice Christmassy note. All right. So how. So. So sing, don't kill yourself. Um, it's Christmas time. Oh, it's Christmas time. Eat lots of cookies. <laughs> Have a holly jolly, jolly Christmas. Christmas. It's a special it's the time, time of, of the, the year. year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer or beer. Or an ear. Or a queer. 
Yeah. Holly jolly Christmas. It's a special. And when you walk down, down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh, the mistletoe. The mistletoe. Ooh, I need to get a hold of some mistletoe. Hung where you can see somebody. What, Stacy? A la 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 la. I don't know the words. Waits for you. That's kisser. True. I'm gonna get kissed in the mistletoe in my vagina. Once for me. I'm gonna put mistletoe over my vagina. And so I was gonna kiss it. Uh, I was thinking that too, but I'm gonna put mistletoe right. on my vagina. A mistletoe vagina. All right, on that ugly note, I'm going to go. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to our show. The Pressman Hour, the Patreon page will be up tonight, by the way, Angela. We have to share it. Oh, my God. Alert the media. Oh, I we need Patreons. Did, sort of. We need Patreons. So the page- wonderful. So people could support us with the financial mm-hmm. issues that we need to. Yeah, for once in my life, somebody support me, for God's sake. So Angela could come into town like Santa Claus. <laughs> And then, and we could have a place, and we could do the show, and da 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 da. All right, I gotta hang up. All right, I, I gotta put this song right on. Face. La, la, All right, bye bye. Bye everybody. Merry bye, Christmas bye. Ask me tonight. Happy New Year. Year. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Pressman Hour. We are going to end on the Pressman Hour song. Thank you for being our friends. The Patreon page is going up again. Thank you for all your support over the years. We love you. Have a happy, safe, and healthy holiday season. Enjoy yourself, love yourself, and be good to yourself. Love ya.